We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my darling and my dear one. I am so, so happy to be connecting with you today and just sending you blessings and energy hugs and happiness and comfort, comfort that you are comfortable and happy inside of yourself. So today I want to talk to you about the quality of intuition. How is your relationship with your intuition? This is what I consider to be my internal compass, uh, my divine guidance. And I think we all have access to it. If we're breathing, we have access to it. But so often, it seems early in our lives, we are um, placed in positions where we start to doubt ourselves. We start to doubt our importance and our magic. This can happen when we start to go to school or maybe when our parents tell us no. Too often we start to... um, Just wonder if we are really the magical, important beings that we believe ourselves to be. So when we start to doubt, when we start to question, when we start to go off track, when we start to squelch our intuition and that inner voice, we start to diminish the magic and the support that can show up in our lives. I don't know an adult that hasn't gone off track with this. And for me, the most important I've done in my life is to set the intention to realign, to reacquaint myself and invite my intuition and the whisperings of my soul back to me in a conscious, clear, congruent and authentic way. This is the journey of the hero, moving off track and then choosing to move back, back into alignment, back into relationship to learn to love ourselves and hear ourselves more deeply, more authentically, more more consistently, more congruently. So when you stop hearing and following your inner voice, when you can no longer hear the wisdom and the love, the messages of love and guidance that bubble up from within, we become estranged from ourselves. When we lose touch with our inner voice, that connection to our inner magic, our intuition and our creativity, we forget who we are. This is a really painful place to be because when we forget who we are, we no longer have any idea of what it is that we really want. When we forget what we want, we start to look outside of ourselves. We start to try to fill up from the outside in. We desperately search for happiness. We chase goals. We try to find love. And if we lose our inner guidance, we end up looking for love, for happiness. We try to fill up from the outside in, in all the wrong ways and in all the wrong places. The quality of desire is something that we all have and it will still exist. But if we don't have that connection, to our inner compass and our intuition, to the whisperings of our hearts, it'll be impossible to be discerning. It becomes challenging or impossible to know for sure. Do we really want what we think we want from our ego or from the purest part of our hearts? 
Do we think we want something because we should want it? Maybe because other people have said we should want it, or maybe they want it for us. Or perhaps it's a knee-jerk response to some sort of marketing or advertising. It's hard to be discerning. It's impossible to be discerning. What do we really, really want? And so the bottom line is, you'll never get enough of what you didn't really want, what you don't really want from the deepest part of your heart. The ego has a voracious appetite and too much will never be enough. It's sort of like junk food. If we're not in shape and we're not really in touch with our bodies as the sacred vehicles to our souls, if we start eating um, food that isn't nutritious, that's full of chemicals or sugar, it doesn't really satisfy, right? We need more and more and more because there's a deeper part of us that is not being satiated, that is not being deeply fed. So we want to get back to the place of knowing what it is that our bodies really want and what our souls really want so that we can be deeply fulfilled, deeply satisfied. So do you know what you really want? Can you hear the whisperings of your heart and soul? Do you know what brings you joy and fulfillment, satisfaction, comfort? If you don't know, it's really powerful to set that intention, to know yourself deeply, to love yourself more unconditionally, and to be able to get in touch with the wisdom and the musings of your own heart and soul. Because we manifest what we are willing to settle for. And as we're willing to settle for less, we manifest more of what our heart wants for us, what our soul wants for us. Years ago, one of my teachers said something to me when I was really in a place of confusion about saying yes to a particular situation. He said, Tammy, if it's not a resounding yes, it's a no. I had to sit with that for a little while because there wasn't much in my life that was a resounding yes. I was very disconnected from my intuition. I was very disconnected from my soul self. I wasn't in authentic relationship with my heart. So I did a lot of settling. I was way off track. And there was a lot going on that wasn't making me happy or fulfilling me. And I kept searching outside of myself. What is it that I want? What will finally make me feel happy or whole or content? But again, nothing from the outside in will be able to satisfy and touch that space inside of you. It has to happen from the inside out. But it can be hard. It can be hard to come back to this place and be discerning. It's sort of like if you have a garden that's overgrown with weeds, there's no space. There's no space to discern and decipher and to plant what it is that you really, really want. Sometimes we have to choose to make that space. We have to have the awareness that something, something is off track. And what it is, what we're off track with, is that deep connection to life, to the universe, again, to our soul. So our blocks, our blocks to this place of self-love and um, fulfillment and celebration 
joy and satisfaction are internal. And the work that we need to do to get to that place of true happiness is internal. We have to remove the garden, the weeds out of the garden. We have to make the space. We have to create the space for the resounding yeses to come up. So when my teacher, my therapist had said, if it's not a resounding yes, it's a no. I thought to myself, is it really possible? Is it really possible to live a life of resounding yeses? Because there weren't any in my life. The answer is yes. It is possible to live a life of resounding yeses, but not if we don't open our minds to the possibility and make the space for them to show up. Again, we manifest what we're willing to settle for. So if you say yes to something you don't really want, you're putting more weeds in your garden. Sometimes we have to say no if something doesn't resonate and keep that space available for the right thing, the good thing, the thing that God and life wants to gift us with to show up. That takes the qualities of patience and faith, the deep knowingness that we are worthy, that you are worthy. You're incredibly worthy of a life of great love, of prosperity, of joy, of fulfillment. But I think in order, I know in order to receive it, we must first believe it. And for me, and I think for most people, we have to crack our mind open to the possibility before it can really flood into our lives and flow into our bodies in a very deep and authentic way. Sometimes we have to fake it until we make it. And sometimes we have to experiment with different possibilities. We have to play with um, some, some um, tools. We have to open our minds. And, and perhaps it's saying, I'm not really sure if this is going to work, but I'm willing to give it a try. So it was kind of funny after my friend, my counselor, my therapist said to me, if it's not a resounding yes, it's a no. And I thought, hmm, okay, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to play with this. I'm going to experiment with it. I'm, I'm going to consider this. I want to make the space for resounding yeses in my life. So as a small example, right after the situation, I was going shopping and I needed to find a pair of shoes for an event. And I found some that, that were, they were nice on a scale of one to 10. Maybe they were a six and a half or a seven. And I was remembering what he had said to me. If it's not a resounding yes, it's a no. And I would give them, you know, a C minus or maybe a C. And I thought, well, I'm not going to settle for this. I'm going to keep the space open for something better. I'm going to trust that it's there. Literally, I walked into the store next door and found the perfect, perfect, perfect pair of shoes. They look good. They felt good. They were ideal. And it made me laugh out loud. To me, this was a God wink <laughs> that these principles really can work for us. But we have to open our minds and we have to create the space to play with, to experiment, and to um, explore the possibility of what we really want showing up. So here's, uh, here's the truth. If you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. So if you want to do something different, if you want to experience something different in your life, you need to make some changes. 
And I believe these changes need to first start with um, the internal, our relationship with our minds, our thoughts, our feelings, and our soul. And as we do this, we start to feel different. And then we have to take some action steps. I love the saying from Science of Mind, treat and move your feet, do the inner work, and then take the action steps. So open your mind to a different way of being. Open your heart to more love, more love for yourself, for life, for the universe, for others. And this begins, a really wonderful way for this to begin is to set the intention. Set the intentions for what it is that you really want. When I realized I was not happy, when I realized my life was not working, it occurred to me that perhaps I needed to set an intention. An intention to be happy, to like myself more, to love myself more, to know myself in a deeper way, and to experience a more authentic and affectionate relationship with God in the universe. You've heard me say this before if you've hung out with me at all. Our lives are a reflection of our relationship with ourself. So if your relationship with yourself is a limited one, an ego-based one, if you're always trying to contort yourself to get affection or approval, that's what you're going to experience, a very shallow life, a life of a lot of game-playing, and one that's not going to be deeply satisfying, nutritious, or fulfilling. If you want that kind of life, you need to say yes. I encourage you to say yes. I invite you to say yes to the deeper part of yourself, to a deeper relationship with yourself, a relationship with your intuition, a relationship with your heart and your soul. And that's not necessarily an easy thing to say yes to, but it's the only way I know to come into a really um, wonderful aligned relationship, to enjoy your life experience, to celebrate. And as I have experimented and explored and played with these principles and tools and um, come into a more joy-filled relationship with my heart and soul, my life has absolutely been a reflection of some pretty magical things. And it's funny, I'll meet people these days and they'll say, well, you know, it's easy for you. <laughs> they don't know what I've gone through to get where I'm at. And uh, when I was struggling so intensely and so deeply, what I heard clearly was that if I had the courage to say yes to my heart, to my soul, to myself, that one day I could be um, a light worker in a way sure to help other people that were struggling find their way to also a life of fulfillment and satisfaction and great love. To me, that was a very compelling invitation, if you will. It wasn't just about my story. It was about being able to be of support and to be a helper and to be a healer. And the only way I knew to do that is to authentically embrace it, to authentically love it. That is the most important and powerful thing we can do, to be the living example of what it is that we want to see in the world, what we want to gift others with, to be the living example. To be an authentic teacher, you need to be able to live the principles. So that became my work. That became my goal. That became my intention. And I had to fake it until I made it. Eventually, you know, it went from cracking my mind open to the possibility to kind of 
trying on this outfit, if you will, and then experiencing, experimenting, and then more deeply um, accepting, because I've received so many God winks that this work works. First, it was the shoes, and then it became relationships. I had relationships where I did settle, and I'm sure you can relate. Perhaps a relationship, well, you know, it's it's okay. It could be worse. You know, it's it's better than being alone, or I don't know if I if anybody's really going to ever understand me and love me. So I'll just, um, it's not bad. I'll just stay in this relationship. Gosh, I did that. If I could have those years back, I'm sure you can relate. But as I started to say yes to my own heart and soul, to my intuition, and started saying no to what I didn't really want, no longer saying yes to the things that were a C or a C minus, creating that space, simply relaxing and trusting, trusting myself, trusting that I am loved. Then what started to show up in my life was pretty amazing. I started to manifest more opportunities that paid better. I started to manifest more friends that treated me better. And then I manifested a man who really um, seemed to adore me. But I think it's because I got to the place of gently adoring and accepting myself. And I was willing to take that time off. I took some time off to really um, get to know myself in a deeper way. Because I had been a people pleaser. It was a knee-jerk yes to everything and everyone that wanted anything from me. And I kept myself very, very busy. Again, it's that garden that is overgrown with weeds. Sometimes we have to take time. We have to make the space to create the doorway, the opening, the possibility of grace. So my sense is that every single one of us, every single one of us, you, me, every single one of us that is breathing and has a heartbeat has access to the same creative medium, that medium of life, that medium of love. But we have to say yes. It has to be an internal thing. We have to say yes to this energy, to this um, love, for it to show up in a positive and beautiful way in our lives. Sort of like if we all go to a pottery class, we all have our little... um, lump of clay. We all have our little spinny thing. We all have the opportunity to get our hands into this creative medium called life. And as we take greater responsibility to um, cultivate something good and positive, work out the tools, find the teacher to help you, um, play with it, learn from your mistakes. Don't beat yourself up too long. Um, Be kinder to yourself, gentler with yourself, more patient with yourself, more compassionate with yourself. Forgive yourself, forgive others. We start to be able to explore and experiment and and create in a more congruent fashion, in alignment with that uh, energy that's beating our hearts. We start to create something beautiful. And then we can perceive others that are taking responsibility for their creative medium. And then we can be discerning about those that are not that are maybe just wandering around the class telling other people how to create. But then you look at their creation and it doesn't look that great. 
I don't know about you, but I've taken a lot of advice from a lot of people whose lives aren't something that I would want to emulate. These days, as I've taken responsibility for my creative medium, my piece of pottery, my artwork, my life, very discerning about the advice I take and from whom. I'll listen, but if their life isn't the living example, I'm probably not going to take notes. I want to learn from those that are the living example of taking responsibility. So are you taking responsibility for your life? Are you playing with the creative medium of life and creating something beautiful out of it and with it? Are you tapping in to the access of access point of love? To me, that comes from our hearts. That comes from turning inward. If we're looking outside of ourselves for the answers for happiness, for fulfillment, again, we're never going to be satisfied because it can't happen from the outside in. It can only happen from the inside out. And boy, did I try everything from the outside in. We can distract ourselves for a very long time on this planet. There's a lot that we can pay attention to and distract ourselves with. But it's not until we turn inward with the intention to know ourselves more deeply and love ourselves more unconditionally, that things can really start to shift and life can start to show up in a different and more supportive and more comfortable and fulfilling fashion. So this is what it boils down to for me. What is your relationship with God like? What is your relationship with your soul like? What is your relationship with your inner child like? These inner relationships are the most important relationships we can ever have. These are the relationships that will support us in hearing our intuition, opening our hearts and settling into our authentic shape. And as we do this, we start to naturally attract other people that are a fit. We start to be able to discern the resounding yeses in our lives. Either we're playing to the mirror or our lives are simply a reflection in the mirror of our relationship with ourself. And it's so beautiful to encounter people that are simply dancing in their own light, loving the experience of life and their personal expression. And then their lives are a reflection of that. Not because we're trying to impress, not because we're trying to get anyone to think any particular thing of us, but because we are truly enjoying who we are at the deepest level. And I hope that you are. I hope you are enjoying who you are. And if you're not, I hope you're setting the intention to know yourself more deeply, to love yourself more unconditionally, to um, cultivating that relationship with your higher self, with your soul, with source, and paying attention to your inner child. This will support you in hearing the wisdom and the whisperings the truth, the resounding yeses. It can be your compass. This can support you and be your guide on your path to your highest purpose, your greatest potential, most fulfilling life experience for you. And I know for sure this is what God wants for you. God wants it for every single one of us, but we have to be willing to say yes. We have to say yes to a relationship with spirit, we have to say yes to living from our heart. We have to say yes 
to deciphering our intuition and waiting for the resounding yeses to show up. We do this through prayer, meditation, setting intentions, opening our mind to the possibility and starting to say no when something doesn't deeply honor ourselves. So I hope you are hearing the still small voice. I hope you are honoring yourself. And if you're not, set that intention. Set that intention to open your heart to you, to settle into the place of peace within, to the wisdom within, to the beauty, the amazingness, to the gift that is you, settling into the very center of your heart, opening your mind to that relationship with your soul, checking in with your inner child often. What do you need from me? What do you want from me? How can I care from you? for you. Let that be your guide. Let that be your guide. And it will lead you to someplace magical. So please be in touch with me your, with your thoughts, your ideas. If you have a prayer request, find me on Facebook at Journey to Center. Go to my website, download my free ebook and guided meditation if you're ready to start opening your heart more fully and um, aligning with your soul more congruently. Tammy B. Ph.D. T-A-M-M-I bphd.com. Sign up for that and be in touch. I'm here for you if you have questions, thoughts, have a prayer request. Let me know what I can do to support you so that you can go higher and deeper and wider into that relationship with your soul. So God bless you. Take good, gentle care of yourself. You're my heart and prayers. Onward and upward. Bye for now.